Amen. It's an honor and privilege to be in the house of the Lord with you this morning. And a, a great blessing. I tell you, you've got a, a wonderful pastor. Of course, you know that already. I don't have to tell you that. But I do thank God for your pastor, his wife, and his family. Such a blessing. And you're a blessing. Amen. A wonderful church. Praise God. I mean, hey, everywhere you go, tell them I belong to the best church they are. Hey, man, no better than anybody else, but we got the best church they are. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit of God. Be proud of your church and proud of the God you serve. And don't have no pride in your heart, just have it all for Him. Amen. But we love you and it's so good to be here. We thank God for the good news of the revival. Wonderful time in the Lord. I'm a pastor talking about the great things God done. And I tell you, it's just good to see harvest time. And what the Lord can do. Amen. Our prayers are with you. We could say a lot. We love this guy. We love what the Lord's done through him. The sacrifices that he has made and you have made. You've got a beautiful church, a beautiful facility. Every once in a while, you'll just come in and crawl down the altar and just have a Holy Ghost fit and say, Thank God for what the Lord is doing for us. Amen. And He's not done yet. Now He's just getting started. Praise God. So hold on and trust Him. All right, for a few minutes, take your Bible, if you will, this morning. Let's turn to the book of uh, of Romans, if we could. I believe it is. Book of Romans, chapter 7. Now, I got up for the rooster crowed. I went out there and woke him up. Told him it's time to crow. He said, you crazy. I said, no. They changed the time on me. I lost an hour and I'm going to Georgia and it's an hour ahead. I said, I'm two hours earlier than normal, so just get up and crow. Amen. And, uh, <laughs> I told my wife, I said, boy, this is early. I'm used to getting up about two in the morning, but not on Sunday. Amen. <laughs> so I won't hold you too long. I'm getting out already physically. But uh, we are truly blessed to be in the house of God. Amen. In Romans chapter 7... And verses 18 down through verse 21. We'd like to read, if we could, those verses this morning in your hearing. And uh, then, by the grace of God, we'll pray. If you'd stand with us in reverence to the reading of God's Word, if you're able, we'd appreciate it. An Old Testament tradition that we thank God for. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 7, verses 18 through 21. Paul speaking to the Roman people. He said, For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, uh, I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that, I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find in a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Let's pray. Father, we need Your help this morning. And Lord, we thank You for the good singing that we have heard in our ears and our hearts. And oh God, the good fellowship and the good spirit that has been here this morning. And Lord, we thank You for these men and women, boys and girls, that are willing to pay the price to have that that 
which you promised in, to, in your word for them to enjoy and call it church and it be the presence of God. Bless them now, Lord. Bless the reading of your word. And Lord, if there's a sinner here to be saved, that God, your convicting power would move in their heart. If there's one that is fallen away, left their first love, cold and indifferent, Lord, I pray this would be the day that they would realize their condition and come to you and surrender to you, Lord. Be able to walk out of this building excited in Jesus. God, we pray that all your children would do their best to serve you. Stay in the fight. Stay charged up. And do all that you'd have them to. In the name of Jesus, we humbly pray. And we all say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to use the thought this morning, by the grace of God, for just a short while, don't live, let me put it like this, don't live in a haunted house. Amen? Don't live in a haunted house. When I was a little boy growing up, my mom and dad, we were poor. We always had plenty to eat. They clothes to wear. Yes, sir. And we were raised right. Amen. But I was poor. I wasn't just poor. I was poor. <laughs> and when you walked through the house, you could hear the floor squeaking. And if you looked close, you could count the chickens in the back bedroom that would go on the bottom of the floor. Me and my brother next to me and my sister that was in uh, the newer home, and I believe I remember being in the other one too. Amen. But we were poor. Amen. And if you'd uh, come to that house, you might have thought it was haunted because it squeaked and it popped and it had unusual noises. Amen. Amen. But thank God this morning, uh, this house is the one I'm talking about now. Amen. Don't live in a holy house. Amen. Now, the Apostle Paul was one of the greatest missionaries and ministers I've ever read after. But the Apostle Paul made it very plain. If you will allow Satan, you can live and will live in a haunted house. Amen. Alright, let's look, if we could, in God's Word, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 and 20. Let me read it. You can go there later. What know ye not that your body, that's this right here, is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, ye are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen. Amen. Do not live in a haunted house. Fear is unbelief parading or parading in disguise. Home, the place where the great are small and the small are great. Amen. I'm glad this morning I don't have to live in a haunted house. Amen. Amen. And you say, well, Brother Russ, why? Because the Holy Ghost of God scared all the spooks away. Amen. There's no more sin in a child of God's life. And you know, somebody said, now, Brother Russ, we want you to be positive. If I am, I'm positive that we don't have to live in a haunted house. If you do, you made the choice by denying the presence of the Lord. Amen. Thank God this morning. And so I'm glad there is a way. We want to address three areas of this house. Three of them. Number one is eternal. 
Number two is internal. And number three is external. Amen? Amen. So let's, if we could, address the outside, the inside, and the other side. Amen? Amen. I like that, praise the Lord. Now you said, Brother Russ, this message don't apply to me. Well, then why are you living like you're living? Amen? Let me get down to where we all lie. I mean, we all... I mean, listen, friend. The economy that we are living in owes more than $20 trillion. If you figured it up with all the states in debt, it would be over $80 trillion. We can't pay our debt. Amen. The economy could collapse if certain things took place and the dollar would be useless. Amen. Amen. Morality in America is decaying only fast to crime. Trust in the government is gone. You can't believe what nobody says. Now you said, Brother Russ, if I wasn't living in a haunted house, you'd just about convince me that I'm in one. <laughs> I'm telling you, you better have the Holy Ghost of God for you. It better be your right inside your heart and soul. Because if it's not, you're in for a rough ride. Amen. Amen. Don't live in a haunted house. Amen. Thank God. The Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. Amen. Ephesians 6 and 12 said, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. Amen. There is some people that is mentioned in the Word of God. In the Old Testament, it was King Saul. Amen. Also, Job. If you had went back and looked in the Word of God, it would have been easy for Job to have lived in a haunted house. Amen. Yes, it would. The devil said, Lord, said, uh, you built a hedge about Job. And I can't reach him. Thank God for that hedge. You've got one, I have two. That's called the angel of the Lord. I don't know how many i got. I know how many you've got, but I know we got some. And I'm glad that Job had those angels of the Lord watching over him. And the devil said, if you just let me at him, I can turn him against you. Oh, and when Job began to lose everything he had, Brother Pastor, thank God he said, the oldest skin worms defy my place. Yet in it shall I see God. Amen. The Lord give it. The Lord take it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In spite of all the devil did. God bless that man to live in a sanctified house. Amen. With sore balls all over him. His children dead. His prosperity gone. His name being read to by his closest friends. And in spite of that, he still has his integrity to God. I'm saying to you this morning, you don't have to live in a haunted house. Amen. If you live in one, it's your decision. Yes, sir. God has made it possible that it doesn't matter what side of the tracks you come from. It doesn't matter what your billfold holds or does not hold. It doesn't matter what manner of education you possess or do not possess. It's not that. It's God or Satan for the truth. Amen. 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 Amen.
thank God this morning. Yes. All right, very quickly, not only King Saul, not only Job, Mary Magdalene, Luke 8 and 2, the demonic of Gadira, Luke 8 and 26. Amen. Amen. All right, by the grace of God. Let's begin with the external. Those things concerning the outward man, right? We all face the same, pretty much the same thing, such as death and found in Matthew 8 and 26. And He saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Amen. When uh, <coughs> death begins to become closer than normal in our lives, we have a tendency to have more fear of that than we did. I read a little article about uh, Brother Moody, Dwight L. Moody, when he was dying, and his son came in the room where he was at. Dwight L. Moody knew his time was coming close. He, I believe a child of God. God just lets him know. And Brother Moody said, for this hour, I've been waiting all my life. <laughs> and his son said, Dad, you're speaking out of your head. He said, no, son. He said, I'm ready. And the Lord's coming. <laughs> Thank God this morning. Oh, my, this morning there's something about uh, the Lord in the hour of death. Amen. All right. The Bible tells us plainly uh, about the external, such as death. Amen. Amen. Luke 12 and 29, the fear not of what we eat and what we drink and what we wear and the clothes that we put on in the shelter and the health care that we have in in our lives. Amen. The fear not, little flock. We don't have to live in a haunted house. We can live of the holy protection of God. He said, don't fear about these things of the external man. Amen. But what do we find ourselves doing? How many of us can honestly say we haven't had any fear in the last 30 days of losing our job, not being able to pay our bills, or either some health problem come along that we can't handle, and it bankrupts us, and we find ourselves, hey man, standing on the side of the street begging somebody to help me find enough money to eat supper. Hey, it's real! And the devil knows it. He does. He knows how to push us to the limit. He knows what to lay heavy on our mind. But the Lord Jesus Christ came to His disciples. He said, now guys, don't worry about the clothes you're going to put on your hand, on your back. Don't worry about the food you're going to put on your table. Don't worry about, don't worry about none of that. Just let me take care of it. You're more important than the sparrows that fly. Amen. So I'll take care of all this stuff. But yet in spite of all of it, we find ourselves missing service on Sunday night because i got to get up in the morning and go to work. And I can't be there, Brother Pastor. And I can't get to Sunday school on time on Sunday morning because I stayed out too late Saturday night making provisions for the external flesh. Whether it was either pleasure or something otherwise to sustain it. Amen. Oh, the external. The old external man. Amen. That outside man that we worry about so much. But Jesus said, don't worry. Just don't worry about it. Fear not, little flock. Amen. Can I say to you this morning, when you can get past this external part of this haunted house, you'll have your race on the way toward getting your house cleaned out of all the spooks and the sins that are bothering you. Amen. I'm not going to worry about it, Pastor. I told somebody the other day, I got on the radio, I drive 18 with a short haul, and I got on that radio and I aggravated them today. I said, I started out of the yard and I said, Wow! I said, I love my job! 
And you ought to have heard what come on that CB. Ah, I woke everybody in that parking lot. Up. I mean, people I thought would be, had already quit and retired come on there telling me all kinds of stuff. Some I would hear, some I didn't. Amen. But I got their teaching. Amen. You know what life is? Life is faith like these men taught this morning in the Lord. And let's quit worrying and having so much fear about what we can't do anything about. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, it ain't in the hands of some a Republican, a Democrat, a Libertarian. It's in the hands of God. Amen. Amen. And what God does, God does well. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you walk by faith and trust Him, you won't have to worry about the external. Him take care of itself. So much evil. What if it? What if it gets sick, brother Russ? I don't. I'm not worried. Don't worry about it. If the Lord can raise the dead in a funeral procession, if He can raise Lazarus out of the graveyard, if He can restore the blinded eyes and lame legs and deaf ears, He can take care of my little problem. Yeah. He'll take care of yours too. Get out of that haunted house. Get over the external part of life and trust God. Amen. Amen. What about just not the external, brothers? What about the internal? Those things concerning the inward parts of man. Amen. Huh? <laughs> Thank God for that. Uh, we don't have to live in a haunted house. We can live knowing Christ as our Savior. First John chapter four and verse fifteen. Turn with me there, if you will. First John uh, chapter four and verses fifteen. In God's Word. How wonderful the Scriptures are. Verses 15 and 16 and chapter 4 of 1 John. This is what the Bible says. Whosoever... That didn't say Baptist. Baptist! Y'all come on down! No, he didn't say What about you Methodists? Y'all, oh, y'all Methodists! Come on, no, he didn't say that. What about Church of God Presbyterian and Catholic, he didn't say, he said, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Amen. We can know Christ as our Savior. You know what causes a house to get haunted? Hate! Y'all say it with me. One, two, three. Hey! That was so weak. My little grandson could have done better than that. Let's do it one more time. I ain't going to quit you holler, so just get ready. One, two, three. Hey! Yeah! In other words, every time the devil says, I'm going to take you to the dark side. Amen. I want some something went wrong, Pastor. It's like we so and so done something to me or you, and I'm gonna just get a little hate in my heart, and I'm gonna get the wrong attitude, and I'm gonna and the devil says, Yeah, and I'll bring the spooks in and we'll halt this thing, and it'll be a haunted house before you know it. Hey, Amen. God said, No, that ain't the way it works. When you get offended or you get hurt or somebody does something to you that's wrong, rather than having hate, you have the love of God. You know what that does? 
You ever seen one of these old steam engines that goes down the track? I believe it was, uh, what was that real famous train? The old train back in the old days. They all used to ride. The what? No, the, uh, the what was it, Yvonne? Oriental Express. You ever seen a picture where the old guys are shoveling the coal in the Oriental Express and snow's flying on all sides and he's just pouring the coal to her? That's the way the child of God is. When they got that love syndrome, more than that hate syndrome. And the more the devil tries to tie you down, the more the God of heaven will build you up. <laughs> Hallelujah! And the older children come in all crossed up. The devil's trying to use them and they're just little pirates. And the devil puts something in their heart and mind and they say it and instead of flying off the hell you just say I love you baby and later we'll discuss this after we pray Amen the internal Amen the internal is where I find my biggest problem yes sir where old Russ Golden can derail the heartbeat Amen if he's not careful. Amen. John said, hold on to love. Not puppy love. Amen. Not that old sorry, low down, sinful love of the world. Amen. Let me say something to you ladies. If a man loves you, Amen. he will respect you. Amen. Amen. Did I say that plain enough? Yes, sir. I said if a man loves you, he'll respect you. Amen. Amen. Yes. If he can't keep his hands off you in the wrong places, you get rid of him, honey. Because he ain't no good for you. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. And any young lady that's got a curfew past 10 o'clock, you don't need to go out with her. Amen. Amen. Oh! So much as I like you, you go on that. Love me anyhow. It's the truth. Amen. 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 <laughs> the internal of this little house can get haunted because of hate. And John's making it very plain. Not only, he said, we can know ourselves. Not only can we know Christ, but we can know ourselves. We live in fear and sin or in faith or and in righteousness. Right? Nobody knows yourself no better than you do. My wife is sitting here today, but she really don't know me like I do. And I don't know really know her like she does. And yet we're as close as two people could be. Amen. That's right. And so John is saying this haunted house works on a real fine basis with Satan. He not only wants you to know Christ, he wants you to even know your own self. Amen. He wants you to be the kind of father. I had a lady tell me one time she had fly up the handle and she'd say things among church people that she shouldn't say. And I, I just humbly told her one day, I said, Sister, I said, that just ain't a God. I said, you need to get a bridle on your tongue. And you need to say things that you can go back and look in the mirror and say, Whew, I said that through the power of God. And that's so good because it built people up. Didn't turn on my down. Told me like it was. And done God's business. Amen. Amen. She said, well, Brother Russ, she said, that's just the way I am. I said, no, sister. No, that's the old haunted house. Amen. That's the way it was brought into carnality. It's not the way God wants it. God wants every one of us to have the tongue of the Lord, to be able to speak words, season with salt, and move of our God. Amen. That's 
what God wants. God wants a husband that can walk in and bring a marriage that's breaking apart back together Amen. with the super glue of God's grace. Amen. God wants a woman that's anointed that can see things happening ahead of time and cut them off at the past rather than running out the door Amen. and call them quits. Amen. Am I preaching it right or wrong? The devil's got a lot of people living in a haunted house. Their marriage is on the rocks. Their children are going to pot. And they're in sin over their head. And instead of going to God's house and going down to God's altar and asking God what to do about it, they get deeper and deeper in sin instead of getting out of it. Ain't nobody got no answer except Jesus. Oh, He's got an answer. The internal, the old part of man Adam that nobody can take except God's grace. Good preaching, brother. Amen. Oh, times I'd like to say, baby, if you leave the shower nozzle on one more time, I'm going to have a come apart like you've never seen. And about the time I get near to my breaking point, I get in the shower and she's cut it off. And I simmer back down and forget all about the shower nozzle. And the Lord says, that's silly, Russ. If that's the most horrific thing you ever go through, you'll be alright. Wait till you face the den of lions, the giant Goliath, the rivers of Jordan, the Red Sea. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all got a shine almost in your life. You just ain't telling it. Hey, Mike. I'm just loving enough to tell it. Exactly about the little thing. Amen. The internal man has a problem with. Yes, sir. And I'm so glad John said, you know what? You can not only know Christ, you can know yourself. Amen. This internal man is not beyond knowing. It's just do you want to know him? Somebody I've heard people say, I don't really want to know myself. I want to know all about you. I don't want to know all about you. So I can pray for you. I want to know all about you. So I gossip about you. Oh! I've done snuck in your haunted house and I've rung your bell. (laughs) Woo! Hallelujah! And I'm so glad God knows every one of us. Set your Facebook afire with the Holy Ghost of God. Set your telephone on fire with the anointing of the Father from above. So ATT will call and say, We've got to drop you. We get too many complaints about Jesus. Amen. <laughs> well, let's, let's get to know ourselves better. Bob said we can know ourselves whether we live in fear and sin or in faith and righteousness. Look at verses 19 and 21. Look what he said. The, the Word of God. Now let's go back. I'm sorry. Verses 17 and 18. The grace said, Herein is our love. In other words, my love. Myself. Made perfect. Wow. That we may have boldness. Somebody said, me. That's right, ladies. Say man. Amen. Louder, ladies. Amen. That's right. That even the lady of the house can be bold enough in the Lord to say,
say, this ain't the way we're going to live, and this is not what we're going to do. Amen. 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 It's time our mothers stood up and said, I've had enough, and I ain't taking no more. Amen. By the love of God, I'm going to be what God wants me to be. And I'm not living in no haunted house where my daughter comes in pregnant, or my son on drugs, or my husband with a fire. I'm going to be able to say, Lord, I've done my part. Amen. Let's go and let's get preaching. Don't live in no holy times. In the internal or the external. John said you can know yourself. So ladies, when you're standing there in the kitchen, and most of us don't wash dishes no more unless it's an iron skillet. I love iron skillets. I bought me an iron pot the other day. And the reason I bought that iron pot is I got outside fire pit. And I take that iron pot and I go out there and hang it up on a hanger over that fire, Brother Pastor, and uh, cook me some chili out there in the open air. And then I take that iron pot in there and I have to clean that pot up. But ladies, when you're standing there in the kitchen and you're cleaning some of that stuff, it has to be washed by hand. And the devil says, well... What do you think about this? Look at how this is going. He starts loading your wagon up. He's wanting you to be haunted with fear, haunted with faith, haunted with failure. When He gets done with you, you're about ready to go jump off the bridge somewhere in India. I want you to turn around and say, Devil, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, get out of my life! I love my God and I love my family! And I'm going to stand for the truth. Amen! How many of you been going back to your wife? Say amen. amen. God bless you, man. That sounded good. We can know ourselves. Now, at least some of us men that sweet and jelly legged and got a yellow streak running up our back. That's right. That's right. You ain't said no in so long, you don't even know what the word sounds like. I'm talking about the internal now. I'm talking about that no has to come out of the goal of God. Amen. You ought to reach around there, darling, and just slap him on the back real good and holler. Say it! Amen. Quit putting me on the spot and have to make all decisions. Why don't you learn to say it? No! That's right. (laughs) Now, if we didn't confuse this auditorium, they can't be confused. (laughs) (laughs) Don't live in no haunted house. I don't care if you're 90 years old. Nine years old. God wants you to live in a holy house. External, internal, all over. John said here, Oh, boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. I'm preaching on a haunted house. Torments. How many of us go home and we're ashamed, we're afraid to even share our feelings with our companion or our children? 
Amen. Because we built so many walls in our family life. Amen. Don't do that. Amen. Turn down the walls. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, Somebody, right now, you have already said, Brother Russ, if I, if I do what you're preaching, I'm going to have to come to that altar. Yes, sir, you are. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to the altar too. If I didn't enjoy my own preaching, I'd quit. Amen. I got this for you then. God rung my bell and tore me apart and unraveled me and sewed me back together and used Holy Ghost grace glue on me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Perfect love casts out fear. And so when a wife is honest with her husband, and a husband is honest with his wife, and the parents are honest with their children. In other words, they don't say, well, the reason we don't allow you to go down and disco till 1 o'clock in the morning is because it's too far down there, darling. Amen. But you sit down in the living room and you say, the reason we don't do that, darling, is we're born again believers. We've had the blood of Jesus applied our life. And we don't dabble in sin. We don't like sin. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. That's what John's saying. Get to know yourself. And I'll tell you what, I guarantee you'll like yourself. You say, boy, Seth, I, I didn't realize hanging out with you was this much fun. <laughs> you know, I talk to myself more than I talk to anybody else. I do. I ride down the road, me and Seth, we have a good conversation. If I get in an argument with him, I win every time. Amen. <laughs> Till the, <laughs> the Holy Spirit comes on the scene. And when the Lord comes on the scene, He says, now wait a minute, Russ. You wouldn't write about that. Back up. Said, okay, Lord, you're right. I made a mess. Sir. I made a wrong turn. And I have to repent. Amen. Amen. Isn't that good to know yourself that well that you can yes, repent? Anybody that don't have to have the cleansing of the washing of the water of the Word on a daily basis is a liar and the truth's not in you. Amen. And that shower nozzle is left on. In that shower. Amen. It is, Brother Pastor. It is. All right. Got to hurry. I won't get on. I want you to get home before dark. Uh, we can know and love our fellow brothers and sisters. Verses 19 and 21. We love him because he first loved us. If any man say, I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar, for he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Amen. And this commandment have we from him, that he, the, he who loveth God loveth his brother also. Let me hit on the very strangest string on the part of knowing ourselves. There's no more of a day and hour than this one when families are feuding over nothing. Amen. Amen. Nothing. The devil has dropped lines in the sand to try to divide brother and sister, sister and sister, brother and brother, uncle and aunt, cousin and whatever, husband and wife. And I'll tell you something even more than that. He'll divide you from your church over a flimsy, frizzly little excuse. But John said, if you know how to really love, 
there will be nothing that can come between you and God as an individual in Christ. You said, yeah, but Brother Russ, my husband was unfaithful to me. I'll grant you there's enough love in heaven to mend that hurt and straighten out that sin. My wife, she ran off with somebody else and there just ain't enough love to take her back. There's enough love in heaven to straighten out all the sins that'll ever come our way. My child left without a word and he's worried me for years and there just ain't enough love to take him back, him or her. Oh, yes, they are. Yes, sir. Yeah, John said there's enough love in Jesus to reach out and put your arms around him. It's not about me, it's all about him. Woo! <laughs> I feel that somebody is living in a haunted house where hate has tried to slip in. And you've been a fight with it with all your heart. But you need to come this morning and say, Lord, I'm not going to let hate win. I'm going to let the love of God prevail. I will love what's right and hate what's wrong by the grace of God. Why? Well, the writer said, to be angry and sin not. Amen. And you say, well, how in the world can you be angry and sin not? Be angry and sin. That's right. Amen. Be angry and sin. And so we covered the external. We covered the internal. We've got to know Christ. We've got to know ourselves. And we've got to know our brothers and our sisters in the love of Christ. When you get to that point, boy, I'm telling you, you've just about got the devil throwed out whole hog. But let's look at one other area. Our mind, our heart, and our conscience. Hey man, let's look at the external, the eternal. You know, there is a there is a external, there is an internal, but there is a eternal. As the Sunday school teachers talked this morning. You missed heaven, you missed it all. Amen. You missed it all. I could be Bill Gates or any other great individual that's wealthy this morning. God bless them men with money. And nothing wrong with money. It's how you use money. If you love money, it's the root of all, the Bible said the love money is the root of all evil. If you've just been blessed with money and you know how to use it, God will bless you with more. Sure. Amen. Amen. I'd love brother a fellow walk up that had five million dollars and say, you know, I won't buy you a tank of gas. This guy woke up and give me a dollar come well, either way it'd be a miracle, you know, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but the beauty of it is, there's nothing wrong in money. Right. You don't go need to go around being bitter because somebody's got more than you got. I'm thankful. I told them at church where I pastored for 18 years. I said I wished I had the oldest car in this parking lot. Amen. I wished all y'all had a million dollar bank account, and I had to come to you and borrow a little money every week. Get by them. Amen. Amen. That's right. God bless people. But John said there's something about the eternal you need to know. And I want us to cover it very quickly this morning. Eternal, fear, living, wondering if you can do enough. Now I want you to listen closely. Because this is where it's gonna this is where we all go. It was touched on this morning. Eternal fear, living, wondering if you can do enough. If you can give enough, if you can belong to the right denomination, and so on and so forth. Has any of that ever haunted you when you sat at home alone by yourself and you said, Well, I wonder if I wonder if I've done enough for God. 
And instead of it blessing you, it begins to burden you. And you begin to lose sleep over it. You begin to lose fellowship. And you begin to lose the love of God in your life. And fear sets in. And failure sets in. And the next thing you know, you're sitting on the pew saying, I'm not going to come to that eating. We've eaten too much already. I'm not going to Bible study. We haven't studied the Bible enough. And before you know it, the devil have you sitting at home, amen, sucking your thumb, dying, going to hell. Amen. 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 That's right. Now, reason I said sucking your thumb because you're a big baby. Amen. <laughs> I can preach like this. I'm leaving. <laughs> I like this business of going and preaching somewhere. <laughs> I'm not used to that. I've pastored 41 years, and I had to be real careful, you know, <laughs> everything I said. And when you go somewhere, you just say, all right, Holy Ghost, pour it on me. I'm ready. I can go out and leave the doors open. <laughs> the eternal that we are looking for. We all want to go to glory, don't we? Raise your hand. Now, let me put my glasses on do it one more time. <laughs> Thank you. We do. We all want to go to glory, brother pastor. And you know what? God said you can. God said you can. But as Christian men and women, can we have a holy house? Sure. The devil has no respect to person. I've seen preachers, brother pastor, that got under such a load. And they couldn't get a prayer party. God bless you for praying for me. I pray for you. I believe you pray for me. I pray for you. And on and on and on like that. But it's so important. I see men of God that God was using in a great way turn to hate and fear and failure. And instead of going higher, the devil derailed them and destroyed them because they turned the holy house Amen. instead of a Holy Ghost God. Amen. That's right. I say to you this morning, God wants us to be ready to go to heaven and we better know that we have trusted in Him. Amen. Romans chapter 6 and verse 22. Let's flip there if you will very quickly. Romans chapter 6. i got a hush. Mm, blow the horn. Toot your horn. Go out there and blow the car horn. Romans chapter 6 and verse 22 and 23 and then we're going to try our best to close. Look what he said in God's Word. Romans chapter 26 or Romans chapter 6 22 and 23 but now being made free from sin. In other words get out spook get out sin get out devil my house ain't holy I'm saved Amen. and I'm free from the devil and his devices. Hallelujah. Free from sin and become a servant to God. Yet have your fruits fruit under ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Life beyond the grave. Christ resurrected from the dead. The graveyard is a lunching pad for those who have already passed away. We don't have to live in a haunted house. There's a way to eternity and it's through the blood of the Lamb. That's it. He said without the shedding of blood there's no remission of sins. 
the blood of a lamb, the blood of a bullock, the blood of a goat, the blood of a dove or a pigeon, or any of those things will not save you. The Leviticus law, the Mosaical law, none of that will reach down in your heart and cleanse your life from a haunted house of sin and fear and failure. It just can't. But oh, if you bow on your knees, if you're lost without God, did you know all you've got to do to live in a haunted house is just be born and stay lost? Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. That's it. Amen. That's all you got to do. So I say, hey, wait a minute, brother Russ. I don't watch poltergeists. I, I don't burn candles at night. and I don't do all those uh, seances. and I don't see no white ghosts running through. I'm telling you, you living in a haunted house if you've never been born Amen. again. Amen. If you've never been saved, you're living in a haunted house. The devil has a right to come into your premises anytime he wants to. He can come in any door of your heart that's available. He can bring any kind of destruction that he is able to bring because there's no power of God, Brother Pastor. Standing guard over your soul. Amen. When the Lord is not present. Amen. That's right. Yes, sir. Amen. He said, Brother Russ, i got children going to hell, and I know they are. And it haunts me. Oh my, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to know that there's a mother or daddy that has done their best and it seemingly wasn't enough. And then in the twilight hours when they should be resting their body, they're laying on the pillow, weeping their heart out, Saying, God, I don't understand what's going on, and I can't comprehend it. I need help. Amen. Amen. That's why I'm preaching this message. Amen. God wants to meet you right here in this altar. Amen. And God wants you to leave out of here with confidence that God will put that young lady or that young man in a position where they will get their act together and have a life that will count for God. Amen. Young lady, young man. Teenage boy or girl this morning. He said, Brother Russ, I'm living in a haunted house. Society and the pressures, amen, the peer pressures of this life has drove me to the point that I can't even really be me. Well, get out of that and get free with God. Amen. 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 Tell the devil's crowd, get lost. Amen. You're a sin and a failure, and I love you, but you need to get right. Yes. Amen. 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 Somebody said, yeah, kind of preaching is going out. Yeah, but I'm going out too. Amen. It may be tonight, it may be in the morning, Amen. I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing, the Lord's coming back. Yes. You better be ready. There's some young person sitting in this audience right now. The devil's pushed you and he's nagged you and he's told you everything in the world that wasn't truthful. Amen. About how you got to look, how you got to act, where you got to go, who you got to be with. Amen. The devil's trying to haunt you today. Amen. Tell the devil he's alive in the Father of Amen. Get down in this old altar this morning. Bury your face with your mom and daddy and say, Listen, I'm not worried about what nobody thinks about me except Jesus. Amen. Oh, I want Jesus to be impressed with me. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Yes, sir. Amen. That eternal home on the other side. It only can be bought and purchased with the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Death is not a spook. It's nothing more than a shadow. The Bible said in Psalms 23 and 4, Day though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I'll feel no evil. Thy with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. <laughs> I really believe there's a grandmother or grandfather this morning in this audience that you have just been haunted over the way you've seen things going. You can't get no peace of mind. You said, but Russ, this thing's gone crazy. This ain't, this ain't the America that I was raised up in Amen. 50 years ago. Amen. This just ain't the same place. And I just can't really accept life like it is. I'm going to lose my mind. I need to touch from God. Amen. The devil's trying to haunt your house. And the Lord says, I'll give you peace. Amen. I want you as grandmother or grandfather to come. Oh, God bless you this morning. What about the external? Amen. What about the internal? And what about the eternal? The inside, the outside, and the other side. The Lord laid that on my heart. I said, Lord, that's so simple. He said, I know it. He said, that's why I give it to you. I'm glad my God loves me. Oh, I'm glad He loves you too. Aren't you glad He loves you? Oh, come on. I'm glad my God loves me. Right there. Amen. In my heart, He lives. Hey, come on, friend. I don't care what the need is. Don't let the devil sneak in and haunt that house. Get it all right under the blood of Jesus. Father, stand. Pastor, come. It's yours. Please the Lord. Come on, you need to pray. Come this morning. Talk to the Lord. Please. The Lord hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Perfect love casteth out all fear. You can have some help from the Lord this morning. Don't live spooked and don't live afraid. Hey, man. Turn your heart and your life over to God. Turn your cares, your burdens over to the Lord. Come on, come on, Daddy. Come on, Mama. Break that ice. Break that ice for that young man and that young lady. They're struggling right now. I need to pray. Before I met Jesus, my life was empty and vain. I just want to talk to my Jesus personally. Nothing I had could I see but sorrow and
Whatever's wrong in your life 